Welcome to God's Word for Life Lesson Companion Podcast, brought to you by Word of Flame Curriculum and the Pentecostal Publishing House. This podcast encourages adult disciples to think deeply about God's Word, further develop their personal relationship with Jesus Christ, and make a greater commitment to the purpose and plan of God for their lives. Let's dive into today's lesson and explore what it means to live out God's Word in our lives. Well, hello, everyone, and welcome to God's Word for Life. This is episode number 41. I'm your host, Jonathan McClintock. This is a Lesson Companion podcast. So for those of you who are Word of Flame curriculum customers, we invite you to grab your living word, Winter 2020-2021 Lesson Manual or Student Workbook, and turn to lesson number nine intended for January 31st, 2021, the lesson entitled Sensitive to the Lord. For those of you who are not Word of Flame curriculum customers, we invite you to grab your Bibles, sit back, and let's dive into God's Word together. All right, before we look into God's Word together, if you want to go ahead and turn there and hold your place, we'll get to it in just a moment. You can turn to Acts chapter 28, Acts chapter 28, and 1 Timothy chapter 4. We'll read a few verses in each one of those passages. But before we do that, Johnny had already swum his .93 miles and cycled his 24.8 miles. Just reading those two together can make us normal people feel like we need a protein bar and a nap. But for Johnny... The last prong of the triathlon lay before him. He must run 6.2 miles before calling it a day. He had trained for this, so he attacked the first five miles like a pro. With around 400 yards left to go, he showed signs of trouble. He slowed, weaved, and winced, and his head bobbled like a newborn's. His brother Alistair was only two places behind him in third. Alistair ran up behind his brother, pulled his brother's arm around his own neck, and carried him over the finish line. And that is when Johnny collapsed. Everyone was inspired by his brother's selflessness to care for his family than for his own fame, but everyone also wondered what went wrong. The answer was simple. Johnny overheated. It cost him the race at the very end of the race. He had swum, cycled, and run so far, so fast, only to lose in the last quarter mile. Yes, starting matters, but finishing matters more. And that's the message the Apostle Paul passionately wrote to his protege, Timothy. He knew there would be believers who would live for Jesus and fall out of the race just before coming to the Lord. As persecution, fatigue, disillusionment, and disappointment beat down on us, we cannot afford to lose heart or lose out with God. We must stay close to God, keep our souls full of his word, keep our spirits consumed with his spirit, so we cross the finish line and hear him say, well done. Let's turn to 1 Timothy chapter 4 and Acts chapter 28, and let's see what God's Word would speak to us today. All right, let's look at Acts chapter 28, 1 Timothy chapter 4. I'm going to read in Acts 28, I'm going to read verses 30, uh, 23, I'm sorry, 23 through 31. In 1 Timothy 4, we'll read the first two verses only. Acts 28, beginning at verse 23. And when they had appointed him a day, there came many to him. We're talking about the Apostle Paul here. There came many to him into his lodging, to whom he expounded and testified the kingdom of God, persuading them concerning Jesus, both out of the law of Moses and out of the prophets from morning till evening. And some believed the things which were spoken, and some believed not. And when they agreed not among themselves, they departed. After that, Paul had spoken one word. 
Well spake the Holy Ghost by Isaiah the prophet unto our fathers, saying, Go unto this people, and say, Hearing ye shall hear, and shall not understand, and seeing ye shall see, and not perceive. For the heart of this people is waxed gross, and their ears are dull of hearing, and their eyes have they closed, lest they should see with their eyes, and hear with their ears, and understand with their heart, and should be converted, and I should heal them. Be it known therefore unto you that the salvation of God is sent unto the Gentiles, and that they will hear it. And when he had said these words, the Jews departed, and had great reasoning among themselves. And Paul dwelt two whole years in his own hired house, and received all that came in unto him, preaching the kingdom of God, and teaching those things which concern the Lord Jesus Christ, with all confidence, no man forbidding him. And then First Timothy chapter 4 these two first two verses that are written to Timothy by that same Apostle Paul. Verse 1, Now the Spirit speaketh expressly that in the latter times some shall depart from the faith, giving heed to seducing spirits and doctrines of devils, speaking lies and hypocrisy, having their conscience seared with a hot iron. This lesson entitled Sensitive to the Lord, the focus thought here today is we must stay sensitive to God and his word. And the focus verse is verse 2 of 1 Timothy 4. I'll read that again to you. Speaking lies and hypocrisy, having their conscience seared with a hot iron. No doubt we can all agree today that we are living in the last days, that we are approaching the end of time, the return of the Lord. How soon is it? I don't know. It could be tonight. could be tomorrow. Could be several years from now. We don't know. We do know, though, that the end is upon us and the Lord will return. And that scripture warns us that in the last days, not only Paul says that perilous times will come and, and bad things will happen, but when he speaks expe expressly to individuals and of individuals, he says there will be some that will depart from the faith. They will be seduced by spirits who are uh, lying and spirits that are uh, pretend to be maybe messengers of light, as the scripture puts it at one place, and they fall away on uh, because of wrong doctrines and and seducing spirits and and their consciences are seared with hot iron, conscience being seared. Paint such an incredible. Uh, sobering picture that we can get to a point scripture says where our conscience our ability to recognize God and his spirit our ability to respond and to be moved by the Holy Ghost our ability to be stirred by a song or by a word that's preached or by someone's testimony or by a Bible study or by even the scriptures that our ability to be moved and stirred by that can be compromised and can fade away. That's a scary thing. I don't want to ever get to the point. God help me never to get to the point to where his word doesn't move me, where his spirit can't move you, where he can't speak to me and, and, and move and stir me. I don't want to ever get to that place. And Lord, help me to never get to that. Let that be a prayer. Even at the beginning of this podcast, as we spend the next oh, 12, 13 minutes here together, that God, please help us never to get to the point to where we are not moved by your word and by your spirit and by your presence that we're not moved in the service when we gather together and hear your word preached or hear a song that's sung that lifts up and magnifies you. Let us never get to that point where we're dulled in our conscience. This passage in 
Acts chapter 28. Of course, Paul is under house arrest here. And it, it appears that people are allowed to come visit him from time to time, come and go. And when they do, Paul is himself. He's the apostle, the great apostle. He's the great missionary. And when people come, he wants to talk to them about the Lord and he shares to them out of the prophets and out of the law of Moses. And he begins to try to persuade them concerning Jesus Christ. In verse 24, some believed things that he spoke, but some believed not. The heart, he, he began to quote and the prophet Isaiah about the heart of his people's waxed gross and their ears are dull of hearing and their eyes have they closed that they should see with their eyes and hear with their ears, understand with their hearts, be converted and I should heal them. So there's, there's something that happens in, in people's hearts and lives that they grow callous to God's word and they no longer heed his word and, and they no longer hear it. And some believed what Paul said, but some believed not. Why do you think it's important that we keep our hearts open to God's word? Why is it important that we keep our hearts open, that we hear it, that we seek to understand it, that we try to see it with our eyes and hear it with our ears? And the the opposite of this verse is true also. If we will see it with our eyes and hear it with our ears and our hearts will be open, we will be converted and the Lord will heal us. It's those who close their heart to truth and close their heart to the word of God and close their heart to the preached word and close their heart to the, to, to the word of God that those are people who are, they fall away. They, their conscience becomes dulled because they don't remain open. We must continually remain open to God's word. When God's word is read before you're hearing, when God's word is preached before you, no matter how hard the word of God might be to understand or even swallow sometimes because it it convicts, we must open ourselves to God's word. Now, there's some things we need to remain closed to. There's spirits of this world we need to close ourselves to. There's attitudes of this world we need to close ourselves to. There's some things in this world we need to close. Our, but when it comes to the word of God and the spirit of God and the presence of God, let us never close ourselves off. Let us never get so, oh, don't, let's not let the spirit of of bitterness close ourselves. Let's not let the spirit of anger close us off. Let's not let the, the spirit of competition or the, the spirit of, uh, of of wanting our own, the spirit of pride, let, that, let those things not close us off, but let us remain open to hearing the word of God. The scripture goes on in verse 28, be it therefore known to you, the salvation of God sent to the Gentiles, they'll hear it. But look at verse 31, preaching, Paul dwelt two years in his own house, And to everyone that came to him, this is what he did. He preached the kingdom of God, teaching those things which concern the Lord Jesus Christ with all confidence, no man forbidding him. For two years, everyone that came to him, he preached the kingdom of God. Now, we found that early on in this passage that some believed and some believed not. Now, when we testify to people, sometimes we get discouraged when we tell people about Jesus, sometimes we get discouraged. Or when we try to live a life that, that pleases God, sometimes people misunderstand us and we get discouraged. But we need to take take heart and take confidence and take take our cue here from take courage from from the example of the Apostle Paul. To even when people believe us, and even when people don't believe us, that we will continue with all confidence. And the Bible says, No man forbidding him. 
No one stopped him. No one, no one, no one could keep him from, from telling about the kingdom of God. No one could discourage him. No one could keep him from doing that. So why do you think Paul could have confidence even when people didn't receive his words? Why do you think Paul could have confidence even when people didn't receive his words? Well, I think as far as the Apostle Paul, we can look back and we can hear his testimony of his conversion. The Apostle Paul knew that it was Jesus who had spoken to him. He knew it was the Lord who had called him. He knew it was God who was ordering and guiding and directing his steps. And so Paul could take confidence even under house arrest, even when people didn't believe him, when people wouldn't listen to him. Paul could have confidence and still share the truth of the kingdom of God, no man forbidding him. Because Paul had confidence in that God is the one who had ordered his steps. And I want to encourage you today. You can have confidence. You need to look back over your life and see all that God's done and review all that God's done in your life and all that God has spoken to you and all that God has done and take courage so that with all confidence, you can share the truth of the kingdom of God. With all confidence, you can stay sensitive to God's word and stay sensitive to his spirit and and speak the truth. Share your testimony. Share what is true. Share what is right. Speak all things concerning the kingdom of God with confidence. Because the same God that called the apostle Paul and ordered his steps is the same God that called you and has been ordering your steps your entire life. Every day, he's been ordering your steps. The steps of a good man, a good woman, a good person, they're ordered of the Lord. Take confidence and take hope in that and live in confidence. Even when people don't receive your words, live in confidence that God is with you. And then let's look at this last two verses to wrap up this passage for today. First Timothy chapter four. Now here, verse one, now the spirit speaketh expressly. First of all, you understand the spirit speaking. The spirit, uh, the spirit is speaking right even now. Perhaps the Spirit's even speaking through words that I'm speaking right now. And the, you, you hear the Spirit saying something to you. You, you feel the Holy Ghost prompting you and, 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 and pushing you and stirring you here right now. Even through the, just the, the human words I'm speaking right now. The Spirit speaking. We need to understand the Spirit is speaking expressly. Of course, Paul says there's some specific things that he wants to deal with. That He said the Spirit speaking that latter time, some shall depart from the faith, giving heed to seducing spirits doctrines of devils if you have you known of people who have who have been seduced by seducing spirits they've been drawn away they've been pulled away they they've been discouraged by certain things by spirits of maybe of pride spirits of competition spirits of deception and they have been pulled away and then verse two the just the the sobering thought that having their conscience seared with a hot iron that in these last days when the heat's turned up and when the pressure is on and when there's so many things vying for our attention and there's so many things pulling at us and there's so many things wanting our allegiance, there's so many, even so many good things that we, we've been told to fight for and so many good things we've been told to stand up for and so many good things that we, there's so many things going on. So many distractions, so many things in the social media world, so many things in, in the television, movies, uh, Hollywood. There's so many, so many things that, that we can become so distracted with and pulled by to the point to where our conscience has been twisted and, and our thoughts have been, have, been, have been attacked and everything pulling and twisting and turning to the point that we're not thinking with the mind of God. 
and our very conscience that has at one time when the spirit would just whisper, we would hear it. We would be sensitive to it. We'd want to respond to it. When the word of God would be preached, there'd be something inside of us that when the altar call is given, when a call to prayer is given, there would be something in us that would want to just jump at the chance because we're so sensitive, our conscience in tune with what God's speaking. I'm afraid here in these last days, there have been many who have found themselves and their conscience dulled. The spirit speaks and we're not moved. And so it speaks louder and it speaks stronger and it tries to reach for us and we're not moved. And the preacher preaches stronger and we're not moved. And the, 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 the worship is, is more intense, but we're not moved. We've got to make sure that our hearts are not seared. Our hearts are not dull to what the Lord and the spirit would speak to us. Let us remain Let us remain sensitive to the Lord. We must stay sensitive to God and to his word. We must. The last days call for it. This last time calls for it. We must stay sensitive. There are people who need to hear the word of God, and if we're not sensitive to the prompting of the Holy Ghost, we might miss the moment to share God's word with them. There are people who are lost and they need to hear the truth of the word of God and the truth of what God is doing. But if we are not sensitive and our conscience is dulled when the time comes, we might not hear God's spirit speak and nudge us. Here's some things we need to do, just things quickly before we pray. We need to do this week. Number one, I challenge you to spend some extended time in God's word this week. I trust that you do your best to spend some time every day uh, whether it's a long passage, short passage, whether it's a verse, whether whatever, you, you try to spend some time in God's Word and talking to the Lord. But I challenge you this week, spend some extended time in God's Word. Don't quit when you normally do. Find, find that extra 15 minutes or so. Find that extra 30 minutes that you can spend some extended time reading and meditating on the Word of God. Not just reading to get through it and reading to check off the box, but take your time. Read a verse and read it over and over and over again. Think about it. Pray on it. And let the word of God begin to make again sensitive your conscience. Let it begin to move inside of you. And then secondly, in conjunction with that, I challenge you to be sensitive and listen for God's voice as you read and, and, and pray. and Listen for his voice and through his word. Hear him. Be sensitive to him. Pray that our conscience become sensitive once again to him. We must remain sensitive to God and to his word. Lord Jesus, thank you for the truth that you have poured into each one of us. Thank you for that individual or that family or that church who we heard for the very first time the gospel message. And it was because of them and their willingness to be sensitive to you and to your word. They shared the truth of the kingdom of God into our lives and we we're saved and our lives were changed and now we have a hope of heaven and eternity with you is because somebody that was sensitive to your word. Help us, Lord. Help us to remain sensitive. Help us to be the light that we need to be in these last days. Help us, oh God. Let our conscience remain sensitive to you and in tune with you so that you can move through us, that the kingdom of God can speak through our lives. I pray you touch every single person listening to this podcast right now. Stir our hearts, draw us close to you, and help us to remain sensitive to you and to your word so that your kingdom can be advanced in these last days and so that people can find healing and salvation for their souls. We thank you for it in Jesus' name. Amen. Thank you for listening to God's Word for Life Lesson Companion Podcast. 
where together we explore what it means to live out God's Word in our lives. If you haven't yet, make sure to subscribe to this podcast. And if you are looking for other Bible study tools and resources to encourage you in your walk with God, visit us today at PentecostalPublishing.com.